All right. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of On the Verge podcast. How are you doing today, Tammy? I am doing fantastic this morning. It is such a breath of fresh air uh, to start the morning with you and with these conversations, and it's just great to be here. Well, oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, shucks. How are you? I know. You know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm doing really good. Um, and, you know, it's the, I got a really good full day ahead of me and everything. But, you know, one of the things that I think make me feel really good too, is I feel that um, just kind of what everything we talked about in this our last podcast, just everything that's been going on in these last couple of weeks, it seems like each week, there's some more progress or there's been um, a shift for the better in the conversations overall. You know, obviously two weeks ago when George Floyd died, there was this, you know, this uproar and in some cases a lot of ruckus and things like that. And, and I feel like last week, this country um, overall, and especially this young generation, you know, you and I are both in our mid thirties, but you know, even people our age and a little younger have finally been able to find their voice in a um, productive way. And because of that, the conversations are really starting um, and, and everything. So I'm just very proud of what, what has been going on recently um, and the work that I feel a lot of people are starting to willing, starting to be able to willing to do, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I'm so I'm I'm very excited about that. I've had many conversations with people, um, just to, and a lot of positive feedback from our last podcast, racism in America, because you know, you and I, I think we're fortunate enough to be able to speak about a heavy topic in an articulate way, but also in a in an approachable way that allows people to want to come to the table and i've i've gotten feedback i've received calls and texts and everything from friends family acquaintances people that i only follow on social media that i don't really know personally mm -hmm. um, that something was said to help them understand or help wow. them learn or help and, and I'm so fortunate that you and I were able to create a space where people can comfortably listen, but also making them want to get to that point of being uncomfortable to really do the work. So yes, yes, and to have those conversations and to have found that this was a conversation that was not only safe to listen to or safe to enter into that mindset, but also it was incredibly welcoming that others could have that and really as you said appreciate that this was a conversation that could be approached could be listened to that we could even have that conversation that was really open and and honest and, and authentic it, it never started out to be an episode it started out to be no. a hello how are you how is your heart yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's one of the things about On The Verge um, in this podcast. And I, and I said it to you when we set out to create this podcast. 
and it's something that I stand true every time I get on the mic and I speak, I want to be as authentic as possible. And in that episode and in all previous episodes, every sentence and word that I, that I use and that I say, I say it with intention and with purpose. So, I mean, that last episode was 41 minutes and I'm so glad that we were able to thoroughly get through a conversation like that. But a lot of it was because you and I were, we wanted to make sure everything that we said had purpose and meaning. And, yeah. and if you were asking me a question, you were genuinely asking a question because mm-hmm. we, we needed those answers and, and vice yeah. versa. If I were asking you something or if we were discussing something and, you know, we come from similar but different walks of life. Yeah. And, um, but like I said, I'm just very fortunate and grateful that that episode resonated with a lot of people. Um, even people that had never either listened to our podcast. Um, and I can tell from the stats, which, and I'm grateful for that. People who um, maybe never even um, wanted to listen to a podcast, period. People yeah. who probably at, before listening to that podcast didn't feel comfortable even engaging in the, in the, conver- in the national conversation because they were yeah. afraid they might say something wrong or not yeah. know the right thing to say or, or all of these different things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm glad that we were able to set a table, if you will, for them to sit at and, and talk and be open to talk. And with everything that has transpired and, and this movement and shift that we've been feeling and seeing over the last couple of weeks, and more so this past week, like I said, the, the peaceful protests, and they've been so beautiful. There were some down the street from my house um, a few days ago over the weekend. There were um, some in and around Detroit and Metro Detroit. Um, I'm sure there were some in Georgia and Atlanta. I think right. they were all over 50, all 50 states and other and countries peaceful. and everything. And yes. Yeah, even to the point where our curfew was removed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our curfew got removed um, yesterday. And um, yeah, so, so, so after seeing all of that and, 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 and starting to feel this, this movement and this, this change, now the the next question is now what now what and and this is a question that everybody red yellow black and white left or right up down gay straight everybody has to honestly ask themselves in in this fight in this movement in this uh in this time now what now that in a lot of cases, we have the ears of politicians, we have the eyes of our peers and our friends, we have the hearts of our loved ones. Yes, yeah. we have, we, 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 we've captivated an audience. Worldwide. So from this moment forward, yes, now, now what? And in various aspects of our lives, our personal lives, our relationships, our our work lives and in business and organizations, what what does moving forward look like? Um, You know, a few weeks ago, the conversation was, what does going back to work look like? What does the new way of work look like? 
well, now we need to also incorporate and integrate this as well. And, and what does what does this new way, the way it should have been, but what does what does it look like? And how do we keep that intensity at the level it mm -hmm. is so that it keeps this momentum going? Right. It's, yes. it's easy enough, just as we've seen with the coronavirus and how we have pockets of deep following and change toward a, a global pandemic. And then you see, oh, you know, we're tired of this, we're bored. We're, we're going to forget about it. And, and this yeah. is not a case where we can just forget about it. And I think that's where we have failed as a nation in years past when there has been an uprising, when there has yes. been affirmative action and it has not driven through that momentum that it should have because it did not captivate the hearts, minds and souls of the people it needed mm -hmm. to, to drive that change. And when you start seeing Alexis O'Hanlon of Reddit step down from his board position, when you start yes. seeing um, university leaders, professors, or faculty resigning from their positions of authority because they don't see their, that captivated by the mission and vision of the, of the institution. When you start seeing true movement, when you start seeing the streets full every single day of peaceful protests, well, great, we've had a week of protests. You, you, you've had your signboard, you post it on social media. Okay, great. Now, you yes. know, what, what is that? it's the same as okay, you've gone on your mission trip, you've taken your photo in Africa, yes. and, and you post it on social. What are you going to do? Because mm -hmm. that's what I'm going to Absolutely. You know, um, one of the things, you know, for myself, I have it so. So taking a step back, one of the reasons why I, I take the time to have these conversations or I, I speak to people in, um, in a very understanding way is because we as, we as Black people, we want people to come to the table. We want people to ask the right questions and understand. And I can't immediately you know, uh, get mad or pop off or, or get, you know, outraged when they come to me initially with their own preconceived notions or anything like that. So for example, when on one, when you say black lives matter and, and some people are very quick to say, well, all lives matter. There is a rage inside of the black community when people say that, because on one hand, a lot of those, a lot of people who are saying that know exactly what they are saying and what they're trying to entice and and uh -huh. and knowing that that's a trigger but then on the other hand and what i have to do or at least try to do at times is educating them on really what black lives matters means. what black lives matter means the initiatives the understand trying to bring a level of understanding to them yeah. and now, sometimes in those conversations, you can realize, okay, there's no movement with this person. There's no, no tr common ground or anything like that. And, and in those conversations, I just shift my energy to other things. And sometimes that's other conversations with other people. Right, right. You know, you're not going to, everybody is not going to understand. Everybody is not going to want to understand. Everybody's not going to move, shift, or whatever. And yeah, that's, sure. that's just the way of the world. 
but um, but for myself and 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 when I when I try to when I speak about it or whatnot, I hold a, people in my inner circle and my close friends and families and whatnot. My job to them as as their great friend is to try to educate them, try to help them understand and empathize from my perspective. Um, but, and that's also even in other aspects of my life, in, in my work, in my, in my relationships, in my friendships, in my community or whatnot. And we all have to try to be that one voice, you know, within our circles. Yeah. You might not get everybody, you might not hit everybody or whatnot, but if we can just try to be that one voice in our, in that, in our circles, yeah. um, we can kind of begin to, to make a change and change the conversation. We've talked about this in previous podcasts, changing the narrative and, and trying to change the conversation and, or shifting it. Um, so that's, that's what I, that's the motivation that I have behind it. And overall, I have seen positive impacts of that. Yes, um, yes. You know, I've had a few back and forth. I remember one in particular last week with, um, with a, a leader that I used to work for, um, you know, when I lived in California. And she had a, a Facebook post about and and I remember that conversation and and we were both very thorough about our with our reasons and explanations um but it went from her initially stating all lives matter blah 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 and this and the end and and and, and um you know and, and and being to that extreme and and she had her reasons and everything but because i was i took my time and i was able to explain to her a lot of different things um, and just a few back and forths, she was able to say, okay, I agree with you 99%. Listen, that's it. many more potential yes. points than it was. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I, I could, and I, because I, I know her and, and I remember when I was working for her and, um, and, um, and I was like, I know she's a good person. I know she she wants to understand. And obviously, we're coming from our different walks of life, our different Gosh, perspectives. So and hard to have that, that and sometimes mindset. it's yeah, and sometimes it's just a matter of like, let me try to fill in your blind spots. Let me try to, to help you really understand and empathize. And 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 I and I and I was able to do it in an effective way um, to where we could come to an understanding. Um, and she could really see it from my perspective. And, and one of the things that I've, I've said to people many times is Black Lives Matter does not mean that your life doesn't matter. It just means my life as a Black man has just as much value as yours as fill in the blank, as a, as a oh. white person, as a white woman, as a, you know, fill, as, in, the fill in the blank, yes. And how exhausting must this be for you to have these conversations in over and over, but to commit to that and commit to having these conversations? I imagine you are drained or are you empowered to set that course? Is it, is it frustrating to you to be, okay, Karen, 
let's have another <laughs> Facebook feud here. Or is it, I'm inspired, I'm inspiring change, I'm helping? Yes. <laughs> there, like I said, there are, there are some that you, you quickly realize you're not going to be able to, to penetrate. And I had this conversation with my sister on Sunday morning when we were speaking on the phone, just, you know, we, we, there's some people you're not going to be able to penetrate and no matter how, and some of those people are the closest ones to you. Some of those people you have known for 10 years, you have broken bread with, you have um, been in their homes, you know, you've been friendly and close with and everything and, 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 and whatnot. And, and sometimes you just kind of realize, okay, this is not something we're going to agree on. So I can't, I can't waste my energy on this conversation with this person it's because it's going, going to take away. Yes, it's going to yes, it's going to take away from a more productive conversation with somebody else. And he mobilizes then, your momentum. Yes, and then me shifting my energy to somebody else or another productive conversation is where that motivation, if you will, that you spoke about, that's yeah. when that comes in. I last week, like I said, there was um, between various conversations, various messages that I received last week um, when I explained, you know, what Black Lives Matter really means mm -hmm. and that it doesn't mean, you know, no one else life matters. I, I, I made that declaration and I made that explanation on Facebook and, and some comments to people. And later on that night, I had a really good friend of mine, a, a white, a white lady, um, send me a DM and said, I felt that, that explanation gave. She's like, I felt that. And she's like, I used to be one of those, I was one of those people when someone said Black Lives Matter, I would say all lives matter. Yeah. She said, but you were able to say it in a way that I could agree with 100% and I could understand. And I said, that's, that's all I asked for. And I said, thank yeah. you. And I said, I love you for understanding. Um, I've had other people who, um, and, and it's a lot of my white allies, too, that are just saying, Willie, keep up that fight. Keep that conversation going. Keep all of this, this, this going. You know, it's very easy for me to get the support from my community and Black people and, and, and whatnot. Um, and obviously, you know, close friends. But when, you, when it's somebody who may, may not have the exact same problems, but they have this understanding and, this empath and they can empathize, um, that's, you know, that's, that's amazing. And... and you know, and, I'll, and, I'll, and those are the, the reasons why I keep doing it. Um, like I said, just before we recorded this episode, you and I were talking about the stats and everything and the feedback and, and all of that from that yeah. last episode. And it's, this conversation is working. It's working. Yes. So yes. I'm going to keep having it. We'll, we'll keep having it as long as, it, as people will listen and, and then smoke. Oh, yeah, um, Absolutely. One of the things I want to bring up is in our conversation last Wednesday when we were my conversation head, um, yes. it very much in, in the same vein is that comment, I don't see color. And, yes. and I want you to talk about that in, this, <laughs> in a recorded episode yes. so we have that and what that sounds like and what that looks like. Yes. Um, there are a lot of people who 
one mean well when they say, I don't see color. Um, and it's their way of saying, I treat everybody the same. Um, I don't see color. I, don't, I won't treat you differently because you're black or because you're white. Mm -hmm. I'm all inclusive. And it's almost yeah. the same as saying, oh, I have three black friends. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with that, um, and I think some people say that too because they are afraid to acknowledge the diversity that we have in this in this country and i and one of the things i say to them is one it is okay to see color um because what it does is it'll it it's that signal it's that identifying factor that shows how we are all beautiful but different yes we come from different walks of life. We come from different countries. We come from different, um, you know, cultures. And those cultures that we come from have meanings, have traditions, have all of these, all of these things. And if somebody were to say, I don't see color, um, then I don't think in some cases they would be able to really recognize like I said, when we get to where we are right matter, now, what, yeah, where we are, and, and why, why it, um, why we're fighting for, you know, certain things. So I've seen posts. Um, some people I know, some people I don't know. You know, last week where they said, oh, "I don't see color," blah blah blah. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Um, well, black is a color, and <laughs> so you know. You, you also can't contradict yourself either. So if you don't see color, you know, then how are you fighting for a cause or an yeah. inequality that a particular race or ethnicity or, or, or background or whatever is, is, is facing? So you, you have to see color. And, and it's not a bad thing. Now, if you see color and you're just going to inherently you know, and just going to treat somebody differently or don't think that that particular race or person or, or creed or whatever else should should have this thing or that thing or whatever yeah. based on those races, then that's completely different, you know? Um, but, you know, it's okay to see color. I hope you see color. I'm dating a white girl. Um, I hope we see color because we are approaching this and I said to her the other day, we, I said, we may have gotten to this cause in completely different ways, but we are still fighting for the same, um, for the same rights, for the, for the same thing um, in the sense that, you know, yeah, you might have had your privilege in, in various things. You might not have had to fight to get to this point, like, yeah. like me and my family and other people may have had, yeah. but, but it doesn't mean, but also we can still stand next to each other and fight together yeah. for this. So um, I have white, I have white friends and of all, and friends of all different races. And, um, and I want them to see my color so that they can understand that, yeah, we love each other and we care about each other and we, and we grew up with each other and whatnot, but my, path was a little different than yours. Your path was a little different than mine. There were things I had to deal with that you didn't have to. There are things that um, 
I had to um, endure maybe silently or publicly that, that you didn't have to. Um, so I, um, so it's, it's, it's okay to, to see color as a, as a form of appreciation and understanding, but not in the form of discriminating. From an empathy standpoint, and what I love so much as we started this out as sort of saying the struggle. I mean, one of, one of our mm-hmm. first episodes was the true struggle. And we spoke about the struggle of entrepreneurship. And I yes. am so thankful that this has almost come full circle in that it's a struggle of race. Mm-hmm. It's a struggle of who we are as people. Mm-hmm. And how this movement of Black Lives Matter talks about that struggle in yes. life, but not just in life, but in business. And I and I want to shift this next question if you if you if you okay with that. In that, of course, these organisations are many organisations that are yes suddenly vocal about this, that mm-hmm. are suddenly creating funds, that are suddenly creating opportunities. Yes. For for underrepresented groups, um, for minorities. How does this make you feel? Is it, listen, it's similar to that woman in tech movement or woman in social movement. Don't put me on your speaker panel because I check the box suddenly and because it's too light. Mm-hmm. Are you appreciative of this? Because business owners need to know this. Why do you suddenly speak up about it now? Is mm-hmm. this a sort of a oh, now you want to make this work? Um, or listen, mm-hmm. we're going to do this on our own. Or how does that make you feel when yes. there is this entire shift and, and attention to it? Is it, yes, we, we're making progress? Or it's like, oh, I'm so frustrated that now you're trying to fit in. Yes. Um, a, a couple of things. So one, there are some organizations that maybe a little more quietly were already doing things within their organizations to give their their minority group employees um, and maybe on underrepresented represented employees a voice or a platform uh, one company in particular and i only know this because my good friend works there um amazon mm-hmm. and amazon has has you know groups and programs and and um conferences and everything and all of these different things for for black and minority employees okay. to give them a, a place, a space, a platform okay. to connect, engage, encourage, and all these different things. My, my friend's been there since the fall and him and I, we speak often about his experiences with it. And, and, and he even said to me the other day, I think it was an email or something that he got about something. And, 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 and he just said, it's like, I feel like I'm a part of, you know, um, a historic black college just because they've been able to um their voice has really been able to resonate and, and be heard and, and and everything and they've like i said they've been given that platform yeah and and jeff bezos over these last week or so has really been public about different things that amazon is doing and wants to do and um he even published that email that he got from a, a customer who yeah, went to the website and he had black lives Happy matter on there. Yeah, and I'm happy yes. to lose a customer like you. Yes, exactly. You know, so so I think organizations like that, um, they've always been doing great things, but 
Um, but now I'm glad that they're starting to show it. Um, and, and, I, and I like it that way too, because it's, it's authentic in the sense they've been doing it already. Now they're just letting people know, hey, this is, everyone yeah. is promoting the top one, you know, over oh, the best place to work and this and that. And a lot of that has to do with because of the pay, uh, because of job growth or whatever. But nobody is really focusing on what is the best place to work for minorities. Um, for diversity and inclusion. Yes, it, absolutely. You know, so um, Amazon um, has been a great company for that. Um, and, and like I said, I, um, knowing that just because my, my good friend works there, um, you know, Google, I know has, is, um, has a diversity inclusion, um, department and, and, and a lot of what they do is just how they can incorporate diversity and inclusion within their products and having it tested among, across not just your average white person, but how is it going to look for a dark person, a, a medium color person, somebody with who eyes might be a little wider apart or whatnot, making sure that their products, and especially video products yeah. and facial recognition products is, is for the vast majority, um, including the minorities. Um, so, so those are organizations that I know just off the top of my head that have been doing great things and, and their messages are penetrating. Um, and then, of course, there are other organizations who are now coming to the table um, and, and needing and, and letting their, their position, if you will, for right now, be known of what, where they stand. Now, it's very easy to say we stand with inclusion, we stand with, you know, non-racism and all of that stuff because, well, duh. You have to say that. <laughs> like you, you, you have to. So now the question begins, um, and, I, and I had a conversation with another friend of mine um, last week who, who was kind of, who works in diversity and inclusion um, for various companies. And he's like, but what does that look like in the workplace? Mm -hmm. and, and after these companies make these stands on wherever they are, um, what does it look like moving forward and how are they going to give their em employees a voice whether it be um and, and it's okay to start small because you got to start with a small step to you know to take that you first step to start running yeah. yes absolutely so so i think it's an it's, it's going to be important um for these organizations but even more important for these for the employees of these organizations yeah. to to make sure that they are starting to get represented yeah. in, in, in any way that they can um, and almost demanding it. So if you making sure all the way up to the boardroom, making sure there's yeah. somebody that looks like you, that thinks like you, that feels like you, that's in a decision-making role. Um, Has you know, Yes, C-level suite, boardroom, um, management, supervisor levels. Um, minorities and women and whatnot and just making sure that across the organization whether you're a 50 employee organization or you're 50,000 and it goes beyond that it's not just what you see as an employee in that organization but it's for everyone that's coming up it's for little girls it's for little boys that recognize they can be that person one day because mm -hmm. someone who looks like me is 
in that position as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know, um, and, and last week we intended to talk about race and, mm -hmm. and equality in the workplace. And I'd love yes. to see it when we get to that point where we can, I'd, I'd love for us to have that conversation in a separate episode and really dive into that and mm -hmm. uncover some of the strategies of companies that do it really, really well. And, and what yes. leaders in smaller SMB companies or one, you know, your solopreneurs can do as well. Mm -hmm. um, not only for their clients, but for themselves. And I think that would be fantastic for us to really share with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, th I think so too. Um, so yeah, so like I said, where we are right now over these last, over this past week or so, the, um, I think the voices are, are starting to be heard. Um, people are coming to the table. Um, we might have to get another table, but <laughs> you know. That's um, great. Yeah, That's what great. we want. Absolutely. Um, people are coming to the table. The conversations are, some conversations are still are ongoing. Other conversations are starting. Uh, but I like where it is right now mm -hmm. because it's a great starting point. Yeah. But I also believe we all have, and especially anybody that you and I who are recording this podcast, anybody that's listening to this podcast, because if you're listening, that means you're at least open. <laughs> Um, yeah. and, and every, and everybody in our circles, we all have a responsibility to make sure that that conversation moves forward. Yeah. Um, that we don't just, we don't and just keep this conversation. Yes. We don't just keep this conversation here. Um, when we, when we go out to our meetings, the rest of the day, making sure, and we, it's not that you gotta be blatant and knock somebody over the head with it, but just making sure that but if you, you are need to, we condone that. <laughs> there you go. Making sure that your voice is heard, that you are um, that you are recognized um, in any situation that you are in, um, and and that you have that support. And if you don't feel that you have that support, ask for it. Yeah. Um, and and if you and if you ask for it, one or two things will happen you will get it and you'll be glad that you asked or you won't get it and you know it's time to move on from whatever that situation is yeah. that relationship that friendship that job um that whatever it is that environment um so we have to begin to ask and demand what we need and um and and let's and, and the, let the chips fall where they may um, it's going to be uncomfortable, absolutely. It's going to, it's going to hurt because there's always growing pains. Um, it's going to be challenging. It's going to, people, some people might say to you, how dare you have the audacity to think this, to do that, to feel this, to, to try this. And the audacity you have that within you people have said that to me many times how dare it's like willie how how do you have the audacity to 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 do this or, or try this or whatever and it's just like yeah. well why not why not so what's next whatever so so the, the question is what now what and blank 
and why not? So whatever it is, just fill in that blank. What's next? A revolution. Why not? What's next? More conversations. Why not? Why not? Yes. What's next? Why not? The title of the sixth episode. Yes. <laughs> But I, um, but I, um, you know, like I said earlier, um, Tamanette, we're just forever thankful and grateful for, for the people who are listening to the podcast, who's sharing it. Um, I've had friends that have been sharing it, and I love you guys for that. Um, I, I hope you guys continue to listen and continue to share. Um, you can also catch us on Wednesday nights on the Station Head app. So you have to go to on Google Play or Apple. Um, <laughs> How about we stop this again? If you have an iOS device, there we go. <laughs> if you have an iPhone or you on iOS, same thing. You are able yes. to download the Station Head app and listen to the Motown Motivated Station on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. We will yes. have many of these conversations, but they are unfiltered. This is also unfiltered. It's raw. And we just roll with it. We have a great playlist, too. You should join us. We'll take questions, live questions as well. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, so yeah, so I definitely love you guys. Your feedback and everything uh, from this episode and even our last episode, Racism in America. Um, comments, questions, concerns. Let's keep this conversation going. Um, and as Tammy said, we're going to be on Station Head app uh, tomorrow night continuing this conversation even more unfiltered. Um, but, but yes, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and we will see you guys and or we'll talk to you guys next time on On The Verge podcast. Thank you all. Have a great day. Bye.